Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. This has always been available, but this is the time we're going to see it. We are going to bring the powers of the millennial reign into manifestation in this time. Now, let me put a proviso on that, lest I be misquoted, you know, and, and misrepresented. I'm not saying we're in the millennium, and I'm not saying the millennium is not going to happen. It's going to happen. And we are going to do that, but it's not going to be like in the millennium. See, the, in the millennium, it's going to be, listen to these words, universal and consistent. In our own case, we're going to bring the powers of the age to come in manifestation wherever the perfect, glorious church is. Wherever they enforce it, you know. So it will happen, then it will, you know, after a while it will not happen again. Then it will happen, then after a while it will not happen again, you know. But in other words, it's not going to be universal, you know, and consistent constantly. It will be happening wherever you have the glorious church. This is the real reason, honey, for the manifestation of the sons of God. The manifestation of the sons of God is to bring to the earth the powers of the millennial reign in this time so that people can see it. Is there, and is there, it, no wonder. It's the reason why it has to be the prerequisite for the rapture. The end cannot come until the kingdom has been made manifest to every tribe, tongue, and kindred. He said, this gospel of the kingdom. It's not the half-baked gospel we have today. And we thank God for it, but you know, I say that in a, in a, in a, in a, in a corrective kind of something. We're preaching the gospel today, but we're not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Most people preach the gospel of the new birth. It's part of the kingdom, but it's not all the kingdom. They preach the gospel of the baptism of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues. It's part of the kingdom, but it's not the kingdom. And when I finish now, you'll see, you'll understand why. You know, they preach the gospel of healing, the gospel of deliverance. It's, the gospel, it's part of the gospel of the kingdom, but it's not the gospel of the kingdom. What then is the gospel of the kingdom? It is the good news, watch this, of the total dominion. Everybody scream total. That's the difference. The total dominion of righteousness of peace and of joy in the hearts, bodies, and conduct of men. Perfection. That's what the kingdom is. It is the, that's why it can only be done in the Holy Ghost. He said the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It's righteousness. The word righteousness there means right doing on a foundation of right standing. You know, you're not talking about you know being born again and just being made the righteousness of God in Christ. That's the beginning. But he's talking about you know the right doing of God. Then he talked about joy and peace. You know what he's just said in a in a nutshell? Love. What when you do righteousness all the time, you know what you're doing? You're walking in love. You know why? Love worketh no ill. So anybody who is doing righteousness all the time is automatically walking in love. In actual fact, let's, let's say it another way. 
they're all equivalent statements. He's the total dominion of the fruit of the Spirit. That's why I call it righteousness, peace, and joy. He just takes two of the fruits of the Spirit as a sample. But really, he's talking about all of them. Because love is the total combination of all of the fruits of the Spirit. So, when we talk about the kingdom of God, we're talking about everybody scream total. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Total dominion. That's why the, the word kingdom is the dominion of the king. It's from two words, dominion and king. So when we say kingdom, it's the sphere of oppression in which a king has dominion. So when you talk about the kingdom of God, it is the sphere of oppression in which God has dominion. But God is love. So when you talk about the kingdom, you're talking about the dominion of love. That's why he called it righteousness. That's what it does in conduct. Peace and joy. All the fruit of the spirit. And that is what we are going to be talking about. Things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Why? Because it is only those who are operating in the principles of the kingdom and operating the kingdom as defined here. Not just born again. You know, but as I've defined it now. Who will be entrusted to carry and manifest the spirit without measure? Just like it was those who were listening to Jesus in the 40 days and obeyed him and stayed in the upper room. They were the, they were the first fruits of the partakers of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You know, where they began to speak in tongues. So it's going to be in this time. It is those who listen now. In these 40 days in which I'm teaching you. I yet not I but the Spirit of God which is upon me. That, 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 that begin to practice the things that pertain unto the kingdom that will be able to partake of the spirit without measure and manifest the powers of the age to come here, now, in this life. And this is the thing that is going to cause uh, 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 um, um, the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, let me say a little bit more about the kingdom. The Lord Jesus himself said this, and this is exactly what we're experiencing now. It's present truth. He said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. He said, you don't say, here it is or there it is. He said, because the kingdom of God is within you. That's, a, that's why it's spiritual. It's going, it has started as I'm speaking. But it's in the spirit. And then with time, it's going to manifest in the physical. Are you listening to me? It's already here. It's not coming. It's here. If you look at the original Greek, it says two things. It says the kingdom of God is within and among you. You know what John the Baptist told the people? The people came to him to get baptized. At this time, Jesus had not yet shown himself. Probably a few weeks before Jesus came to be baptized. So, John the Baptist began to teach them about, you know, the kingdom and doing righteousness. He said, what shall we do? He said, if you have two coats, give one away. You know, 
uh, the soldiers came. They said, don't exact more than your dues and all of that. So the Bible says, and people mused in their hearts. People were thinking, ah, ah, is this the Messiah? Is this the Messiah? So John the Baptist told them, he said, no, 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 no. He said, no, I'm not the Messiah. He said, there is one. Listen to this. Because it's applicable today. He said, there is one that standeth among you, whom you know not. He said, you don't know him. He has not yet manifest. He has not yet manifested himself. But he's already there. At that time, I want to, this is a great revelation. Even John the Baptist didn't know he was Jesus. But he knew by revelation that he was around. But he didn't know who he was. You know? He said, there is one that is standing among you. Who's, I am not, I am not worthy to, you know, loose the, the, the sandals of his feet. Then he went to say, he said, I, watch this, I have baptized you with water. He said, but he is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And that's exactly what happened. Three years down the road, you know, three and a half years down the road, they were not baptized in, on the day of Pentecost. So, in the same way, as I'm speaking now, the truth and the experience of the kingdom, the total dominion of righteousness, peace, and joy is already in our midst. It's already here. Amen. And in these next 40 days and above, it's going to start manifesting. It's going to start manifesting. In other words, it's, it, it doesn't come with observation at first. Luke 17, I believe it is. You know, he said, but with time, you're going to see. That's what happened in the ministry of Jesus. Jesus was there. They didn't know who he was. You know, he said, there's ones that are standing and we say, you don't know him. He said, but he will baptize with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Then when he, he came and, 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 and John baptized him, you know, in the water, like I said earlier on, and the heavens opened and then the Holy Spirit spoke, it was only then that John knew, oh my goodness, it's Yehoshua, my cousin. Oh my God, it's Yehoshua. You know, and, you know, and, and John made this statement. And I want to say this to all our prophetic brethren, you know, who've been teaching prophetic and all of that. The purpose of the prophetic is to manifest the sons. John the Baptist said this. He said that for this purpose was I sent, that he might be made manifest to Israel. The purpose of all prophetic teaching brother, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's the purpose of the prophetic. That's the purpose of the apostolic. That's the purpose of the pastor and the teacher. Where cumulatively, their purpose is to feed the church so that the church will grow into the fullness of Christ and manifest that it might be made manifest. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And that's where we are. So in these next, not exactly 40 days, because actually the flood started some weeks ago, you know, I don't know where we are now, maybe about 10 days, 15 days, I don't know. You know, but in these next few days, you know, there's going to be a lot of, I'm going to be teaching, I've been instructed, you know, to teach about things pertaining to the kingdom to prepare you so that when the manifestation of the kingdom begins, 
you can be partakers thereof. To understand this, I need to let us know this. I'm going to go into detail over these next few weeks. Today, I'm just going to give like an overview and close. What you need to understand is this. The fact that you are born again and you are in the kingdom in a measure does not mean you have entered the kingdom. I know it's a difficult concept for people to understand. That's like what Paul, Peter said about Paul. He said some of these things Paul says, they're a little bit difficult to understand. Watch this. And they that are unlearned, talk to your neighbor, say, don't be unlearned. And they that are unstable, say, don't be unstable. They say they rest these things to their own destruction. You will not distress it to your own destruction. No. I said that as a warning. Because you can hear what I say, and because you don't have understanding, and you're unlearned, and you don't have depth, you can think that, ah, what's he saying? You, you are in the kingdom, I know. You are born again. We translate from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. But you are not yet in the kingdom. So how? I'll give you Acts chapter 14 in verse 22. Paul is, you know, the, 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 the writer, Luke is writing. He said that, and Paul went all over the countries. He was strengthening the, the people that got, you know, he, he made three missionary journeys. The first one was a short one. That's when John Mark went back home and he was crying for his mommy. Then the second one was a little bit longer. The third one was the last one. He went to Rome and then he was executed and then he went to heaven. So after the first missionary journey, they went round to some of the places where people had been born again. So the, the, that's where, may God have mercy on religion. Confirming this. That's where we got confirmation from in the Anglican church. Uh, you know, I went to an Anglican school. Amen. I went to CMS like my wife. That's why I married her. Amen. I went to CMS. She went to CMS. Then later on, converted to St. Anne's. So God had got her ready for me by putting the word of God into her for five years. So all the hymns I know she knew. <laughs> Amen. Truly, truly. There's some truth in that. Anyway, you know, so the Anglican, you know, in the Anglican church, they say, you know, you have to go, you have to go through some classes, then you get, you become, you do confirmation. Then after confirmation, then the bishop will pray for you, you know. Sadly, you know, when I was in school, I wasn't good enough for confirmation, so they didn't confirm me. Thank God Jesus has confirmed me. Confirming the souls, that's where we get, that's where the tradition of confirmation comes from. But what it just means, the Greek word just means strengthening. Building up, edifying. That's what it means. Confirming the souls of the disciples. Exhorting them to continue in the faith. Why? You're born again, but you can't stop there. You have to continue in faith that through much tribulation, you will enter, Olivia Johnson paraphrase, the experience of the kingdom. Yes, you're born again, but you have not yet experienced, and anybody who is honest will say yes to this, the total dominion of righteousness, peace, and joy in your mind, your will, your emotions, and your physical body. How many people have experienced that? If you have not, you have not entered the kingdom. 
And you, you will not enter it. Except you go through much tribulation. Through much tribulation. Somebody said, I wish he had said small tribulation. But sadly, I didn't write the Bible, neither did you. And we cannot change it to suit ourselves. It says much tribulation. And I'll tell you the reason why. You know, the reason is not very, very far-fetched. The Bible says that when the kingdom of God is shown in your heart, it says it is the least of all the seeds. Yeah, but when it groweth up, it becomes greater than all the seeds. Initially, that's why when you start, when you first get born again, the nature of God comes into your spirit. You know, and your spirit is, is new. You know, then some of that nature, very small part of it goes into the mind, the will and the emotions. Then you now want to start doing the right thing. You want to love God and all that. Then you find this opposition. The flesh lusts against the spirit. The spirit against the flesh. These are contrary. That's the tribulation. You now have to learn. That's what, these things I'm going to be teaching you over these next few weeks. You have to learn the things of the kingdom. Of how to allow the total dominion of righteousness, peace and joy to rule in your soul your soul is not born again many christians have not understood spirit soul and body till today i'm talking you know i i've been around now i i, I got born again in 1979 so that's 44 years i got baptized in the holy spirit november 11 1979 in london you know and I've been in all this revelation knowledge, praying in tongues and all these things. I've been doing 40, this 44, 44 years. I've been around and God privileged me to move around. I've been with all kinds, you know, I, I, I've, I'm everything. Hello? I'm evangelical. I'm SU. There's nothing I didn't do. I did SU. I did evangelical. You may not believe it. I'm Anglican. Church of England. Yes. Although I did my secondary school. Amen. I, I know how they worship. I am. My, 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 my parents' home church is Methodist. I'm Methodist. Hello. Yes. Then from there, you know, I, I, I went to England. Then I was Assemblies of God. I'm Pentecostal. Then from there, I moved to Kenan Hagen. I'm Word of Faith. Hello. Charismatic and crazymatic. I did everything. <laughs> the charis and the crazy part of it. I've seen everything. I yet not I, but the greater. I'm, I'm being honest. You know, I've, been, I've seen everything. I've been kingdom, prophetic, everything. And you know what? Over the years, by the grace and the mercy of God, I have seen the strength and the weaknesses of each of the groups. That's why, by the grace and the mercy of God, I can speak with some authority and tell you this is right this one is not right there's nothing new i'm a beloved of jesus only you haven't uh, i met them in my first year as a christian in that assemblies of god church there was a good there's a sect called jesus only they tell you that you yes you know there are not three people there's only one jesus only it's an error don't bother your head with it what I'm trying to say is that I've been around. Okay? Now, there are many leaders. Till today I'm speaking because I hear them. 
You want to, as a, of the amount of the heart, the mouth, the mouth speaks. You want to locate a person spiritually, listen to them for 15 minutes. If you have the right spiritual heart, you'll be able to locate them. Do you understand? You still find Christ, pastors, bishops, whatever they call themselves, you know, leaders of entire denominations, mixing up spirit and soul. They don't, they, you can tell from there that the guy doesn't understand the difference between the spirit and the soul. You can never grow into perfection, into the kingdom. Everybody say kingdom, perfection. Turn and say they mean exactly the same thing. It's just synonymous terms. My wife is a PhD in English. You know, what I call, what I call synonym. Honey, please define synonym. Uh, you know, I did physics. So I can use a little bit of something. It just means similar. C, 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 S, Y. So it says synonym. It says it is like. So if I want, I can say kingdom. Then if I want, I can say perfection. They're synonyms. Practically, revelatory, that is by revelation, they mean exactly the same thing in experience. So when I say you have not entered the kingdom, I'm saying you haven't entered perfection. When I say you have not entered perfection, I'm saying you have not entered the kingdom. Does that mean you're not born again? Of course you're born again. These people who were talking to, these people he was confirming were disciples. They were already born again. If they died at that time, they would have gone to heaven. But, but being born again is not entering the kingdom. So, what is the kingdom? It's the total dominion. Of righteousness, peace, and joy in your spirit, soul, and body. The reason for much tribulation is because at the beginning, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions are full of the sin nature. Let's, say, let's call it what it is. You know, sin is still nice. You know, you know what it is? The devil's nature. <laughs> I, I, it was Kenneth Copeland I heard preaching years and years and years ago. Kenneth Copeland said, it is not the Adamic nature, it is the satanic nature. I laughed my head off. You know, we try and, you know, make it sound nice. It's the Adamic nature. It's not the Adamic nature. It's the satanic nature. Adam was not created like that. It was when he fell, then he became a partaker of the satanic nature. So when you say you are a partaker of the Adamic nature, what you are actually saying is that you are a partaker of the satanic nature. So it is that satanic nature that is in your mind, your will, and your emotions, and inside your physical body. It is that satanic nature that is in conflict with the divine nature that is in your spirit. Galatians chapter 5. The flesh lost against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh. These are contrary one to another. So you, born again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, chorus-singing Christian, cannot do the things you want to do. Has anybody experienced that? Ah, no. I expect every hand to be up. Anybody whose hand is not up is a liar and is on the way to hell. <laughs> we'll pray for you so you won't go. Amen. Yes, the Bible says all liars find their place in the lake of fire. All of us. All of us. Because that's the road. That's, that's, the, that's the track. So you, you find, you get born again. The divine nature is here. But the sin nature is here. And the sin nature is here. So it's in conflict. That's why you go through much tribulation. So as you are now learning the principles of the kingdom. 
as you begin to grow in the things of the spirit, you now begin to over you you, are, you go through much tribulation to overcome the sin nature in the soul, the sin nature in the mind, the sin nature in the will, the sin nature in the emotion, the sin nature in the physical body, until finally you dominate all of it and enter the kingdom. So you cannot enter the kingdom without much tribulation. Thank God that this my wife is on my side. Amen. My wife, Pastor Boygan, uh, and a few others. The, the others are just looking at me. And I'm not sure you are with me. If you are with me, give the Lord a clap offering. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, and that's not even everybody. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to God. But, but this is truth. I'm, what, what am I doing? I'm doing what I said at the beginning. I'm teaching you things pertaining to the kingdom. You can't enter the kingdom without much tribulation. Watch this. Even though Jesus didn't have the same nature. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.